the Velo Urban Podcast. <laughs> you already know, Daylo digging in the crates. Daylo is digging in the crates. You know how I do when I dig in the crates, man. What's good, fam? Welcome back to the Daylo Urban Podcast. Y'all know how we do it, 810 Flint, Michigan. If you're checking us out through the phone or the computer, I definitely appreciate it, and thanks for tapping in. Also, I got to say, if you like what we're doing and you want to be a part of the family right here at the Daylo Urban Podcast, and you want to kind of stay in the loop, make sure you do me a favor and don't hesitate to hit the subscribe button and also hit the notification button as well. That way, when we drop fresh content right here at the Daylo Urban Podcast, you will be first to be notified. But what's good, fam? Once again, what it do, what's popping, what's cracking, I got to say what's up to the section. I got to say what's up to the Fifth Ward, North Side, South Side, West Side, East Side, the whole city of Flint, Michigan is in the building. And man, yo, I also want to say let's try to keep our eyes and ears open because it's like every other day I'm hearing somebody pass away and I'm just like, we in a weird time right now, man. We are in a weird time and the world is changing. People are leaving and like never seen before in my life. And, you know, you got the COVID still going on and the schools don't know what to do they're closed some of them are some of them not and the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated so it's kind of like a scary place right now in the world man so all you can do is do the best you can do and be careful and tr- like i said just try to keep your eyes and ears open but i got some things i'm gonna jump into right here today low urban podcast so don't go nowhere. Keep us locked, baby. 100. The Daylo Urban Podcast. The Daylo Urban Podcast. What's good, fam? What's good? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Daylo Urban Podcast, 810 Flint, Michigan. 810 Flint, Michigan. What y'all know about that? Told y'all I'm in the crates. I'm in the crates over here at the Daylo Urban Podcast. We going back to the 70s, 80s, 90s, that real field music. Real field music. And um, speaking like back in the day, man, let me get on this right here. I told y'all I had some things I was going to talk about right here on the podcast. And um, I seen somebody post one of my cats, one of my bros, one of my road dogs out there. Shout out to Elvin Coleman. He's always posting these miscellaneous, funny as hell, different memes and different comments. But this one that I seen today, he had a picture. And the picture was basically relating to um, how we were raised back in the day. It had a picture of a lady's, a black lady's fingers, long fingernails, snatching a kid's, a little, her little kid's mouth up with her fingernails. I think it was a little boy, and he was looking like he was getting smart and 
whatever he was saying out of his mouth, his mom snatched him up with his uh, with the fingernails, and it took me back, man. So it took me right back to how my mom used to do with us. I mean, we would go to cutting up. She'd take them long fingernails and claw everything on your face. <laughs> You'd be like, "Wow, man!" It was back in the days, but it tripped me out because I'm like, it kind of caught me and it kind of took me back to some different areas on how we was raised. Let me get some talking music, man. Let me get some talking music so I can catch my rhythm, so I can communicate to y'all what I'm trying to get to you. Okay. Yeah, so let me turn turn it down some. Let me turn it down some so y'all can hear me loud and clearly. Okay. 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 Yeah, but it took me back to, like I said, man, I seen the nails grabbing the face and it just took me back to how we came up. And to me, man, like I said, I got to thinking and I'm like, we missing a lot of things right now with our kids. We missing a lot of things with our kids today, man. And I understand everybody is proud and chest in the air about their kids. And, you know, it's your flesh and blood. And, you know, especially if you just... You know, your first one, and I understand all the excitement. But after the excitement and the chest in the air, it's another part that's called reality. And it's another part that's called responsibility. You know, and, you know, when you got your seed and you got your kid, you want to put the right things in them because there's so many things going on right now, man. And I see kids out here. That's lost. You know, I'm just being real, man. They lost out here, man. And I'm like, what happened? Where did the breakdown come? You know, where did the breakdown come? Because, I mean, man, the things that I'm seeing today, it's like we wouldn't uh, never even thought of doing back when we was coming up. You know, our moms and dads, they whooped our ass. They didn't play no games, none. Even if you had a single house household, single-parent household, back in our days, our black women weren't playing games. I know some of my homies and some of my partners, they came up in, like, you know, where their parents was on drugs and crack, but they still didn't play when it came to raising their kids. So my point is to say even though they were doing wrong or whatever they were doing, they still acknowledge it and held accountability to the responsibility that they had into raising their kids. You know what I'm saying? And my thing, what I'm saying is, no, it ain't where nobody expecting nobody to be just this Brady Bunch, Mike Brady type of father and, you know, a whole just, you know, gold to roses and roses of gold household. But, I mean, you got to do something. You got to do something because it's a dark reality to it. A dark reality to it. It really is because, you know, our kids, they out here, they running around with these guns and they killing each other. They killing each other, man, over nothing over nothing and 
the way they are, you know, I don't blame them and I'm not knocking anybody, but there's no humbleness of anything when it comes to the kids now. You know, everybody is all that. And I get it because at a certain point or to a certain perspective, we all have confidence about ourselves. So I'm not knocking that part of the game. It's just you can't be too confident and spoil your rotten where your arrogance and your idiocy is leading you to a graveyard. You know, that's real talk, man. It's real talk because I'm getting tired every time I turn around. It's like every other day it's a kid dying. They've ne- they never even have a chance to experience anything. And I'm just like, you know, just boggled. Just boggled. You know, and I hear some of the young kids talking. You know, I listen in a lot because sometimes when I'm out doing my work and things that I do, you know, I'm always in the midst of a lot of kids, younger kids, and for some reason, they pour out into me. So, you know, I kind of get where they're coming from on certain things, but it's just like they missed a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? The kids today have missed a lot of things. And I'm just putting it out there, man. I'm I'm not here to preach i'm actually here to reach out and maybe somebody can come in or somebody that's listening to me can comment or might have some type of help or solution to the problem out here with some of these troubled kids (laughs) you know some of like we say some of them say some of the grown-ups say they just need an old-fashioned ass whooping and i'm wondering is that is that what's missing you know but the tricky part of that is it's another reality to that part. You really can't do too many things to the kids anymore because you have all these agencies that want to step in and act like you're abusing the kids and come take the kids as if they're taking them somewhere to really do them any better. Most of the time when they come take the kids, the agencies come take the kids, we all know they put them in a the system. So they're really pretty much setting them up for failure. Not all of them, but a lot of them. If you go look at the prison system and do the numbers, most people that are locked up in correction facilities had something to do with an agency or a foster facility. I was improvising. Urban Podcast.